Tune in to the hottest sports talk show on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Join us weekdays at 7 p.m. Stories about players and coaches of all levels. We make it easy to talk sports. Welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio. This is the time slot for Sports Talk Atlanta, and we will launch our new show the week, the last week of August here. We're getting ready for college football, high school football, and everything in between. And I am doing it this year with my friend, um, Coach Willie Miller. We are going to be Sports Talk Atlanta. Our new intro will be ready here in a couple weeks. But let me welcome in my new co-host, Willie Miller, how are you, sir? I'm fantastic, Prince Cooper. How about you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Let me just thank you in front of everybody for being on. Um, a shout-out to everybody that was just on our 7 o'clock show, um, but Sports Talk Atlanta Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Get used to it. we got a lot to talk about. Coach, are you ready? A lot to talk about. We're ready here in the ATL. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. I want to start, though, um, before we get into some Georgia high school football, I want to start with um, um, Ronnie James. And, you know, I said to you, I think off air a couple of days ago, you know, my heart just dropped. And it would for, you know, just being a parent. And my heart dropped when the young men from the Buffalo Bills faced the same thing. And this one seemed not to be as drastic. But, Coach, what were your thoughts when you heard Bronny James' cardiac arrest at USC? And now reading this is their second one um, that they've had over the summer workouts at USC. So something there, or maybe these young men are just, you know, facing some of these things. Your thoughts about this? Well, I'm a parent as well, uh, Princess. And so uh, any parent, you know, when we hear something like that, that's our first. That's the first mode we go into is parent mode. You know, and yeah. we think about our kids, and I, I, I'm raising four boys, so um, yeah. and all athletic boys. So definitely, um, it, it, it took my heart. But however, look, these 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 are some of the best athletes in the world, even the even the young 17, 18 year old young men. So um, you know, it's 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 hard to figure out, you know, why and. You know, uh, even, you know, it came up about, you know, what are they taking? And, you know, man, we're eating so clean now, and, you know, we're looking at yeah. all the labels now, you know, so it's hard to figure out. Uh, I think this thing has been happening, and we just didn't know, you know. Um, so when you got a kid like Bronny that happens, you know, it's LeBron's James' son. It's going to jump yeah. out. Like you say, this is the second one. Well, nobody really knew about the first one, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we didn't find out until Bronny uh, fell down. Um, uh, fortunate, you know, he's home, seemed to be safe, mm-hmm. I mean, seemed to be doing well. Um, the young man from the Buffalo Bills uh, was watching NFL Network today, and he's out there practicing like nothing happened, you know. Um, unfortunate incident, obviously there's, some uh, things going on, and these, these these individuals need to be looked at very closely, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, and you're right. Um, Hamlin for um, the Buffalo Bills is out there. He had his first padded practice yesterday. He yeah. said himself that he thought it was a big hurdle. But um, both of these young men, Ronnie, Hamlin, they both have no body fat, zero body fat, and they are eating cleaner, and nutritionists are on staff now. So you wonder – and I, I imagine that this is not the first time. It, it's been happening to us, and maybe we just hadn't yeah. recognized it. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, just as a parent from that perspective, I, I, I pray for Savannah and LeBron because I, I'm sure on the way there, if they were not with them at practice, that that was um, a tough drive, a tough ride to go check on their son. And, and, well, and thank God that everything is okay. Well, they weren't there, and, and LeBron was out of town. You know, if I'm wow. not mistaken, LeBron, LeBron's in Florida. So to get that wow. call, you know, and every parent, you think about it, is not fortunate enough to be able to jump on a chartered flight and get across, That's the, right. across the country, you know, to be with a kid. Um, to get, uh, if there's any good out of this, you know, 
uh, we know LeBron is a, is a family guy, and he, he he loves his kids, and he that's the kids 100%. So we got to think that he's going to do the right thing, uh, you know, and make sure that his son is checked out thoroughly before he even walks by a court, let alone yeah. walk on a court, you know. Yeah. You would have to think, too, I thought about that, too, and, and, and first and foremost is his health, but you would have to think that they will, they will be cautious and that yes. b- before he even gets near a court again, um, there will be every type of test run um, for sure, and we'll see where he is. And I remember mm-hmm. Keontae Johnson from the University of Florida. I think you and I talked Florida. about this off air. Mm-hmm. Um, he had car- mm-hmm. went into cardiac arrest in, um, at Florida State and um, stayed with the University of Florida and the Gators for two years, and they never cleared him. They wouldn't, and he decided to transfer and 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 got on with Kansas State and played all yep. last year and was drafted in the NBA draft. So it is possible. It just yeah, really scares it, it scares me to think. As a mom, I would say, son, just go sit down. But they they have to try to live their lives. As a mom, yeah. though, I, I would be. Yeah. Um, and I've said that about the Bills coach. I'd, I'd go out there on the field and say, hey, <laughs> that's enough. And not only as a mom, Princess, as a dad. You know, um, yeah. we'd be like, we, we would have to put it in the air. It's time to hang it up, you know. Mm-hmm. But obviously, they, 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 they're, um, they're adults. Um, exactly. It's, it's, it's uh, for sure, Hamlin is an adult, you know. Uh, Brawny, um, you know, I'm sure he carries himself as an adult, but he's still 17 years old, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I would hope that the parents have uh, – some influence on telling him what to do and how to do, um, and you you, you got to think that the uh, the LeBron family is going to have the best doctors around him, um, outside of what Southern Cal has, and we know Southern Cal, mm-hmm. and we know these co- these colleges, period, have some of the best you know medical uh, facilities out. So uh, mm-hmm. he's he's in good hands. He's in good hands, and. And and we talked about that too, Coach, and I don't want to keep harping on this point, but the fact that it happened, um, one of the best places to happen is at a university like that who has everything mm-hmm. at its fingertips, um, and, you know, as far as doctors and trainers and everybody, and they were able to assist him right away. I guess there's no such thing as having it happen in the right place. Exactly. Uh, but, but luckily he wasn't at the mall or wasn't at a party or, you know, out with friends that did not or would not have known what to do. Mhm, mhm. All right, so coach, you and I talk about high school football, and as a matter of fact, I actually go back and forth with so many people about who has the better um, product of high school football now. Was it is it the state of Florida? Is it the state of Georgia? I'd have to say right now, it's the state of Georgia, and I'm not sliding my state um, out there, everyone, but. And I'm really um, happy Marcus Maskell committed to Florida, and he was, I think, from South Gwinnett, if I'm not mistaken, offensive tackle. But let's talk, you know, let me just let you talk about where the state of high school football is, especially in that area, in the Atlanta ATL area in in surrounding. And, and of course, I want to give a shout-out to Brian, who is the coach for Parkview. But the floor is yours. Talk about that for me for just a moment, sir. Well, Prince, you know, it's funny you, 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 you started off with that. I, I just read something today, actually today, about the NFL draft and how yep. Georgia had 13 players uh, drafted in the NFL. Uh, and they, out of those 13, nine of them was right here from Gwinnett County. Um, wow. Yeah, nine of them was right here. And that's 13 in the first two rounds. And nine of them was right here from Gwinnett County. Um, it's hard to say, you know, uh, who has the best players, Georgia, Florida, Texas, because we also know right place, right time. You know, mm-hmm. kids get themselves in the right situation, get around the right coaches, go to the right school. You know, you, you go and you sign with Georgia, Alabama. It's almost a given. If you play three years, you you, you, you got a shot at the NFL. Um, mm-hmm. what, I, what I can say on that, is there is some darn good football being played here in the state of Georgia. Yeah. There is some good football. I mean, we got the number one quarterback in the country that transferred, left Arizona, 
to come here and play his last and final year in the state of Georgia. Uh, wow. The Dylan, uh, the, Dylan, uh, the Dylan kid, you know, um, he's number one quarterback. Committed to jo- he's committed to the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, yep. He could have stayed there in Arizona and, 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 and burned it out and, you know, killed it. But he, uh, he came here to the state of Georgia um, and did his tour of schools just like, um, uh, uh, like, like he was getting ready to go to college. And uh, he chose the Buford Wolves, who uh, year in and year out, uh, one of the best uh, programs in the state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But top to bottom from single A to seven A, uh, the football is just good here. I mean, you can get a, a single A school uh, in Florida, couldn't even walk mm-hmm. on the same field with a 5A school, a 6 or 7A school in Florida. In the state of Georgia, a single A and 2A school can blow the pants off a 7A school. Wow. It's just, that's just how it is, you know. Um, I think Georgia is doing it right. They have it figured out, man. They got these, these kids have, I mean, these schools have their own stadiums. They have some of the best training facilities. Um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, then as of now, the entire state, all turf fields, you know, these kids are playing in some of the best facilities I mean, outside of Texas. You know, when you mm-hmm. talk about, you know, we all know about the facilities in Texas. <laughs> but these kids in Georgia, um, they're playing in some of the best facilities. Um, but I can't, I, I would say right now, the state of Georgia is probably the best football in the country right now from top to bottom. From top to bottom, you're right. And, and I've been reading and just going to Max Preps and a lot of those out there, I don't want to start naming names with, with you know, some of my sources, but in just saying that it seems like a lot of schools have, taken that next step um, to, you know, trying to pattern themselves after Texas high school football. And we know what is king um, as far as high school football um, in, in Texas. So, but you're, you're correct. I, I think I read somewhere about the turf and, and, and also about, you know, the facilities and, and how it has landed um, or improved and gotten so much better. Um, but also the fact that in Georgia, some of these high schools are putting talent and nothing but SEC schools, you know, and and I've yeah. I, I've noticed that with Parkview, Tennessee commit, you know, Auburn commit, they are getting they they are SEC talent. Talk about that. Just just yesterday, um, the the Auburn commit um, uh, his name is um, uh, Jay. I forget Jay's last name, but he committed he committed to Auburn. Well, Think the cornerback on Jalen Crawford, Jay, Jay Crawford, Jay Crawford, the cornerback mm-hmm. on the other side of him, on the other side of the field, just picked up an offer from Ole Miss yesterday. Um, wow! Yeah, just picked up an Ole Miss, Ole Miss from yesterday, and we got Mike Matthews at Tennessee. Um, we got um, Anton White, uh, safety headed to Rutgers. Um, mm-hmm. um, so we, there, there, the SEC is is. Um, it's it's what kids want to be at. That's that's yeah. why that's why the that's why the, that's why all the college is trying to get in the SEC. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know we got the we got the playoffs next next <laughs> next year. What it goes to uh, the the field goes to what fifteen fourteen teams sixteen fourteen. Yeah, there, there's um, a possibility that four to five of those teams can be SEC teams. Yeah. You know, and and, yeah. and then the SEC. You think about Georgia, Alabama, Auburn, Clemson. I mean, Clemson is in the ACC. Uh, Tennessee. These schools recruit exclusively in the South. If they go up north to get a kid, he has to be a true diamond. You are correct. You know, they 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 recruit, and it's enough talent. You know, it's enough talent. You know, all of this talent that used to be in Georgia and Florida. Think about it. All that talent used to go to Miami, Florida State, and Florida. Nowhere yep. else. Nowhere else. And 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 the Alabamas of the world, the Auburns and the Clemson of the world figured this out and said, we need to go to Florida and get some of that talent. While that was happening, these kids in Georgia was getting themselves better. And another thing that's, um, you know, that's changing the game, Princess, is this 7-on-7 uh, uh, football. 
it's almost like the AAU of basketball. These kids get in 707 and they want to play with each other. And they transfer in. That is correct. 707 yeah. in the past four or five years has emerged to. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> it is the. It, and the travel of it and the tournaments and. And um, it, it is the thing to do. And not only, you know, did I, I start recognizing it, but about five or six years ago, you know, Nike said, okay, well, let me sponsor here and let me sponsor uh-huh. there. And then here comes Reebok uh-huh. and here comes, they they Adidas. all now, under, Adidas, Under Armour, uh-huh. you know, they, oh, yeah. um, you can tell that not only are we paying attention, but those that be, the powers that be in the branding of sports, has paid attention and they're starting to support too. It has emerged and just just it's bursting at the seams now. And I agree. I think that's a part of the emergence um, for and, for a lot of these young men. And for these companies, they put their brand out there. They know, like you said, they're traveling. Uh, and, and and these kids playing tournaments. They're playing their tournaments in major stadiums. They're, they're not going to the park and doing it. Exactly. You know, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're not going to the park. They're playing these tournaments in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, uh, uh, at Georgia Tech Stadium, at uh, University of Georgia, Alabama. They're going to – they're playing these games in, in front of crowds. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I think um, that's what's doing it. But as you – you know, as you started out, I'm at the state of Georgia and and what it's doing. We got the, um, the quarterback out of uh, Hughes uh Hughes uh Hughes High School down in Atlanta. Uh Aaron Nolan headed to Ohio State. He got out of Georgia. Wow. One of the best wow. quarterbacks in the country. Mm-hmm. Headed to Ohio State. And you know, I I've always wondered that, Coach, and a lot of them, you know, aren't as weak as I am. I, I I'm surprised that you would take an outside sport where you have done it all your all your life. Um, in the southern states where it is warm and the, and the climate is, is you know, um, you know, you can acclimate to it so quickly and you would go up north to where it is cold and and when you need to perform a peak performance, you're in bitter cold. But a lot do it. And I think the number one player wide receiver um, from Florida committed to, to Ohio State. So Ohio State, Ohio State mm-hmm. comes and gets exactly what they want to. Well, you think about it. These kids go – Think about the position. Uh, over the last four or five years, six, seven years, the quarterback and the wide receiver position coming out of Ohio State, um, these kids. Now, what they do when they get to the league is a whole different story. But yeah. they're, get, they're getting exposure. They're getting to the league, uh, especially, especially at wide receiver at Ohio State. You know, um, th- that, that offense that he runs, you just need a quarterback to be able to stand back there and get the ball to him. Uh, he runs a very sophisticated offense. These guys, mm-hmm. they get out and 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 they catch. It's it's toss and catch. But um, yeah, I don't blame. They go, you know, they go to you know if they want to be a cornerback or whatever, a defensive back, they go to LSU. You know. Yeah. Uh, now we know NIL is changing the game a little bit, um, and that's something you know we really need to. Uh, uh, tap in on it's cha- NIL is changing the game, you know. Yes, I mean, you know, I'm an Auburn fan, but some <laughs> of these players we pull in, yes, no. Obviously, obviously, everybody, uh, and he's doing a good, Hugh Freeze is doing a good job recruiting because obviously mm-hmm. everybody has the exposure at NIL, you know. Um, so, but, um, we we just we just got the uh, number fourteen receiver in the country, the flip from yeah. Alabama to Auburn, um, and I, if I'm not mistaken, tomorrow night we're gonna get the number one safety in the country out of Buford. Um, yep. It's go- and it's before that flip from Alabama, there was a flip from Georgia to Auburn. So uh-huh. the line the linebacker out of Texas. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we understand too. Uh, <laughs> We know that NIL is here to stay as it is for at least 2023-2024 season. There have been uh, some conversations about um, reining it in. I don't see how you do that, but maybe they can. Um, But I've seen where several players, who was it? Tua, Tua's brother, who is at the University of Maryland, 
He came out last week and said he was offered a million and a half by an SEC school to come and play quarterback. And that mm-hmm. does not surprise me. Um, the bids are out there. And, you know, somebody knows somebody that's in your camp, and they, they get it to your uncle or your daddy or your mom or your mom's whatever, and then it gets back to you, and you kind of think about it. And and money talks, you know, and, and I'm sure that that's a part of the equation for everybody, including Hugh Freeze right now, you know. Um, and I imagine another year under his belt, and, and he's going to have himself a winning program. The, the problem has mm-hmm. never been that Hugh Freeze didn't have the formula for winning. Um, I, I think he's been successful in several stops. The, the, the problem has been some of the off-the-field issues. Right, but he's, he's won every way he's been. And yeah. he was screwed because if we, if we go back to when he was at Ole Miss, remember one year at Ole Miss, he was in the top five in, in the country in recruiting when he had the Kimbichi, uh kids. Yeah, that, that group of kids there. Um, he was in the top. I, I don't know if he was number one, but I know he was in the top five in the country in recruiting. You know, um, so and he's 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 doing it again. So recruiting and coaching has never been his issue. Obviously, you know, it's uh, some stuff that was outside the line. So mm-hmm. you know, um, but he's 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 turning some heads right now in the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Coach, we talked about Auburn a little bit, and I, I want you to to give me some hope with my Florida Gators and Billy Napier. I'm six and six this first year, and um, I was not. I, I thought Anthony Richardson was inconsistent at best. Um, there were flashes of really good play. Obviously, he can steal you some third downs um, and some first downs with his feet. But um, there were some times I thought Kucky, um, Kentucky and um, and Stoops, Coach Stoops, had a, had a defense that really confused him, and he looked confused. But your thoughts about year two for Billy Napier? I don't know if he's on the hot seat, but he can't go six and six, Coach. Your thoughts? And I don't think he will. Um... No, I doubt if he's on the hot seat because he's doing a pretty good job recruiting as well. Uh, he he's 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 flipped uh, uh, one, uh, almost two to three kids from Miami and Florida State respectively. Yeah. So uh, he he he's doing a good job recruiting. Um, you know, he's in a tough situation too. I mean, he's in the SEC. He's on that side mm-hmm. with the uh, Georgia Bulldogs, and um, yeah, you know, he's not going out recruit Georgia. No time soon. Um, but I think he's doing a good job. I mean, uh, I like his program. Uh, I like what he's putting together. Um, uh, he recruits well. Um, he's a no-nonsense guy. He's bringing some discipline back to the Gators. Um, I don't know who was behind Anthony Richardson. Um, so we got to see what he got at the quarterback position. But he'll be okay. And I think he'll win more yeah. than six games. So the other piece of that. Very few coaches come to the SEC for the first time and win. You know, <laughs> you're correct. And you get a guy, you get a guy like Kirby who who came over and you know he's been in the SEC. He knows the SEC. Yeah, you 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 get the coach at LSU. I mean, he's a seasoned veteran, so he go to LSU. I mean, it was it was already the cupboard was already talent rich. Oh, he had to mm-hmm. need somebody to come in and, and, and manage it. But very few coaches come to the SEC uh, in their first year and win. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the young man Hurts, I think it's Graham Hurts um, or Mertz, I'm not for sure, is the quarterback that seems to be winning um, most of the the first team yep. reps at the University of Florida. Uh-huh. And I think he came from a Big Ten school. But the two um, that are there that are vying for the position are um, transfers. John Kitna's son was there. But he's no longer. He entered the transfer portal, and then D.L. Lagway, I think, is the five-star quarterback that won't be on campus until January 2024. So we'll see what they can do. Um, and then, of course, Travis Etienne's um, brother is is at running back, and, and I really liked back, him. Yeah. And yeah, and I liked him as a freshman. So let's see what yeah, they can do. Um, yeah, very solid. You know, almost 800 yards rushing last year, and I think there's a tandem at running back. So let's see if we replenish on defense. Let's see what we can do on offense. Um, but, again, we open at Utah, Coach, and we go to Utah. We we looked up and won that one at, at the at the Swamp last yeah. year, but we got to go to Utah. Um, coach, I want to ask you before we take a break, um, 
Well, let's let's talk about Tennessee and South Carolina, and then and then I want to ask you on air because I've asked you off air almost every time. Is Georgia <laughs> going to repeat, Coach? But let me ask you about Tennessee and the fact of how they have emerged and Heupel's offense looked like it was deadly last year, and they have a great quarterback, you know, that they recruited this year. And your thoughts about South Carolina? Well, South Carolina just got a big commitment today. From, yeah. Uh, Five-star five five de- uh, defensive end, defensive tackle. That's pretty big because what happens also, uh, kids follow these five-star kids. They follow them. That's right. And he's going to bring he's going to bring some defensive guys with him. You know, they're going to follow mm-hmm. him. They're going to want to play together. Um, uh, they got the kid that the transfer from Oklahoma, the Spencer kid. Uh, he's still their quarterback. Uh, he seems to have figured that out towards the end of the year, um, who he was and what type of quarterback he was. And, um, you know, the, we tell our kids you can't live this life alone and you, you, you can't play football alone. So he figured out mm-hmm. that he needed to rest his team and he needed to play within, you know, the team parameters. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I see South Carolina winning about seven, eight games, no more than that. I mean, they still got to play Georgia, Tennessee. Uh, they, you know, they're gonna play that that yearly game against Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, I, I got them down as an L for those games for sure. You know, they yeah. play um, they play Kentucky. Um, yep. That's that's a toss up. So they got a tough road. Now Tennessee, on the other hand, they have the talent. They they got the quarterback that's coming back. He was a backup last year. He played. Well, he played in the bowl mm-hmm. game. He played in um, – and this kid can throw the ball. This kid yep. can spin it. Um, they lost the majority of their receiving core. So they're going to have they even, uh, you know, uh, our kid Mike Matthews, he's going to have an opportunity to play uh, this year. Uh, so that's going to be a little suspect because, you know, uh, a freshman coming in the SEC, um, that's, that's pretty uh, – that's, that's a tough call. That's a big hill to climb. However, this offense that Hypo runs, uh, talked to some coaches that visited some of their practices, and they said they've never seen a practice move that fast. Um, the referees are calling timeouts, saying, give us a break. You know, wow. that's, how fast they, that's how fast they move. And I think that's what they bring to the table, and that's how they confuse teams and the Alabamas of the world. I mean, if you don't have a two or three deep team, you're going to be in trouble against Tennessee. Yeah. Because you're starting, guys, you, you, you can't emulate that in practice. Mm-hmm. You, you you just can't. I, I don't care what you try to do. You just can't. And so if, you, if you're if you not three deep, you're going to have a tough time, you know. But they're going to do well. They're going to do well. Yeah, and that's just it, you know. Um, and I think that's where Florida found themselves by the third quarter. Um, death was death was an issue, and um, and by the fourth quarter they were gassed, and I think that's what they're holding their yeah they're holding their 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 hat on. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, Hypo came from Oregon, where he ran um, that that offense too, and he's brought it to the SEC. And some said he wouldn't be successful. Well, look at him; he is successful. <laughs> he <laughs> is. And you remember With his that. first year, I think. His first year, he had all those guys transfer out. They didn't want to be a part yeah. of it. Uh, they yeah. weren't winning. And um, he asked the guys, he said, just stick around. Just stay here. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll work. And the guys mm-hmm. that did, they saw it, you know. Yeah. And look at where Jalen Hyatt, I don't know what wide receiver got uh, hurt, but Hyatt emerged, young man right out yeah. of here in Columbia, South Carolina, and now drafted by – um, the Giants, if I'm not mistaken, and, mm-hmm. yeah, and looking to make an impact. But Hyatt looked like a, a five-star wide receiver with length, had good hands, and and could separate himself. He really looked good this past year, for sure. Um, he emerged in that offense, and and I, I I assume that more will. Let's see if we can squeeze in, Coach. Um, I don't, you know, I don't make any bones about it. I'm a Florida Gator. Um, <laughs> Willie Miller is an Auburn Tiger. But and so I, I don't want to see the Bulldogs do well at all. And I've been darned if they haven't gone back to back in national championships. So I've been asking Coach, Coach, can they do it again? Coach, what did you say to me? They they're gonna do it again. 
Um, <laughs> you know, this, this is going to be unprecedented. Uh, if you don't want to see him do it again, you better close your eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. This, this is going to be unprecedented. Uh, here's the deal, Francis. If 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 the quarterback is, is who they say he is and he can spin it like he they say he is, the weapons mm-hmm. they have is, is especially on defense. It's 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 gonna be no no letdown on defense. Those guys would wow. not give up touchdowns. You know. Now if the offense can keep up with the defense and usually we're saying if the defense can keep up with the offense. But if the mm-hmm. offense can keep up with the defense, they're going undefeated. Uh I know um I'm not looking at the schedule now but their first six games, they 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 they're going to be undefeated. They'll be six and zero by the time they get to Auburn, um, and most likely, most likely they'll be seven and zero when they leave Auburn. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> they they're, they're very good, Princess. That's that's just all to it. They're very good. And and and, and Coach, Kirby we just got, got through saying though that they lost thirteen players yeah. in the first two rounds. And they lost, I think, four off, off of the defensive line. Did they not? Yes, they lost their entire defensive line. However, they they're going to come back. Their offensive line is six eight across, six seven wow. six eight three hundred over three hundred pounds. Uh, there's no uh, princess. There, there, there's there's nothing you draw up for an offensive line like that. You know, no, no, you don't. There is not. So they, they, you know, it's it's just going to be tough for everybody. They're picked to win the SEC over Alabama mm-hmm. and LSU again, um, and we just who we just better have fun watching them. You know, watching teams uh, try to beat them. Well, they're 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 week three. They get the Gamecocks, who will will be between Sahedis and then. Um, you know, week one and two is Tennessee Martin and Ball State, and week four right. is is you know University of Alabama Birmingham. Um, then you know that last weekend in September is the Auburn Tigers. You know, um, and if nothing else, okay. though, the SEC beats you up. Go ahead, Coach. Your thoughts? I said they'll be under they'll they'll be eight and zero by the time they come out of there with Auburn. You know. Um, and they're liable to go. They're liable to go to the SEC championship undefeated. Yeah, yeah. No. I don't see Florida beating them. I don't see Missouri. They got Vanderbilt. No. They have Ole Miss. Um, they have Tennessee late in the um, in November. Um, and then Georgia Tech, of course, is their last game of the season. I, I don't see a loss in that in 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 that schedule. So now yeah. I'm really only upset. Only thing <laughs> we point. can hope for. Is a letdown uh-huh. versus Tennessee. Wow. A, a letdown versus Tennessee, and they let their guards down. And because Tennessee has the personnel mm-hmm. to play with them and beat them, but I mean, you got to, you know, we we we're talking about the perfect game. You know, yeah. none of us has never seen the perfect game. You know, yeah. so that's what we're talking about. You know. Wow! Uh, wow! Yeah, they're gonna go in the SEC championship uh, undefeated. They end up going end up playing uh, uh, Alabama or, or LSU, hopefully mm-hmm. Alabama. You know, mm-hmm. and because uh, I think Alabama is probably the only team that can beat them, and that can line up size for size. You know, uh, man for man. Um, that's it. Wow. Okay, so I'm thoroughly disappointed now. Let's take a break, Coach Miller. <laughs> when we come back, Probably I want to get your thoughts on, on Coach Deion Sanders. Um, from now picking Colorado, because we haven't talked about that, to his health issues and where he is with his staff um, coming up on, on year one. I have Coach Willie Miller here with me at Sports Talk Atlanta. We are premiering and launching our new format um, the first or the last week in August, but we're just getting our feet wet right here. Never had it so good. We'll be back. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. But we built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get off, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. 
you're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Join us live weekdays at 7 p.m. and on-site at Hills Barbershop on Fridays at 5 p.m. We make it easy to talk sports. All right, welcome back to Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio. It is August, and as of August 12th, um, in 2023, we will have 10 years in with Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. And a shout-out to everybody who has gotten me to this point and allowed me to help others get to the point and develop their own podcast, stay with the network, or whether they went off on their own. Um, there's so many to thank, but we will have an anniversary show on August 12, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. And invite some that have been on, invite them back, and then just celebrate. Um, the fact that we talk sports um, on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio, and I'm excited about that. It's Sports Talk Atlanta, and I have my new co-host with me, Willie Miller. And, and Coach, I want to, you know, I haven't talked to you really about this, but I want you to just tell me your thoughts about Deion Sanders and going from Jackson State to Colorado. I was surprised that that's who he picked and the fact that he's there now. And do you think he has the right staff to handle um, this first year, and the fact that he's facing some health challenges. Your thoughts, Coach? Um, you know, <clears throat> first of all, you know, uh, I'm surprised he picked Colorado. I mean, if he was going to go somewhere or anywhere, um, Colorado, the mountains? Um, yeah. That's, you know, uh, I, I would thought that he would have stayed somewhere, if not in the south, close to the south. Uh, however, you know, he, he's going up there. Um, I think he's going to get a rude awakening um, at the level of play. Um, yeah. I, do, I do think that. Uh, we're going to find out. I, I don't know if he's, he can coach, for instance. I don't know. Um be honest. I don't know. And we're going to find mm-hmm. out, you know. And hopefully he's a similar staff. I know he has my good, good, good friend of mine, David Kelly, on his staff, who's been yep. coached at, at that level. You know, um, but uh, I think he's going to get a rude awakening uh, when he go and play in some of these big, huge stadiums with these fan bases. We know, um, luckily, that he's a man of God because the fans are going to—they're going to be pretty tough on him. They're going to be pretty mm-hmm. tough on him. So, um, with, with his health issues, uh, I'm shocked he's still trying to do it. You know, um, I, I personally think that is personal for him. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, I've said this before. I think he's trying to get his son, um, the, 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 the kid that's that quarterback. I just Shador. think he's trying to get him at Shador. Mm-hmm. I personally think he's trying to get him at the highest level to play against the best competition. And we're going to find out. And, and Shador, he can spin it. I've, I've seen him play. Um, but he didn't, he didn't super impress me, you know. Um, I've seen Dion coaching the um, the uh, HBC uh, uh, Afro the the Black Championship, mm-hmm. and he got out he got out coached. He got um, out coached by Buddy Pugh. He got out coached by uh, not only Buddy Pugh the oh, year yeah. before. That's, uh, that's right. Uh, uh, yeah, the year before he got out coached. No, actually, was a year after. Yeah, well, actually, it was Buddy Pugh first, and then he came back the next year, which was his past year. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so not, um, it wasn't Sam U, I don't think. But you're no, correct. No, no. It was it, it, um, it was a tight game. It was game. one of the North Carolina, yeah. But he lost both of them. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I think he got out coach, and um, he's going to see that the level of play, and even, even when he's playing – you know, this this is what people are on power five school, even at the lowest. Uh, um, you take a, a zero and eleven power five school, and you go play some of these division ones, and um, you know, uh, keep, uh, uh, my email is not out there, so I'm not going to get all these emails. Uh, people are going <laughs> to uh, uh, HBC. They can't. They can't play with them. They don't have the personnel. They yeah. don't have the facilities to uh, get ready for that. They, they they don't, 
you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's unfortunate. Um, when you watch those guys on uh, on that on the Pivot Show, they they talked about it candidly. You know, it's just too big of a discrepancy for uh, these schools to pay Power Five schools. So now Dion is going to go up, and I think he did this intentionally to get his kids up there at the Power Power Five level. And um, I think he's going to get a rude awakening. Yeah, coach. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say. I'm not saying he can't coach because I don't know, but we're going to okay. find out. We're going to find. We're going to find out. We're going to find out real quick. They open up with TCU, and if TCU, TCU, TCU has got has to have a lot to prove after performing yeah. 65 to seven in the national championship game. Um, yeah. yeah. They they and and I'm sure that they're going to make you know um, probably you know. Um, uh, Colorado, gonna, you know, um, pay for that. Bad. Yeah. So, and, and the fact is, is that Dion sent away, and some of them went voluntarily, 58 players. But, okay, they were one in 11. They probably should have gone. But I don't know how you bring in that many um, players and then get everybody to do what you, you need to do that quickly. And I'm not saying that he can, but I don't, I don't know if I see a six-win season. Do you coach, uh, and we'll leave it, yeah. No, ma'am. No, ma'am, yeah. I don't. Because yeah. the other piece of that, there will not be a quarterback competition. That's he, right. He's going to put his son in there. And see, that's where I'm saying I don't know if he can coach. If there's a kid that's better than his son at quarterback, that kid is not going to play. He's not. Yeah. I think everything Dion has done has been for his kid. You know? Yeah, and um, like I say, we'll we'll see. I got a buddy of mine. His son uh, plays cornerback. He played cornerback at uh, safety at Jackson State. He's up there at Buffalo. I mean at, at Colorado with the Buffaloes. Um, mm-hmm. We got a young man that um, from here in Atlanta, one of the uh, number one wide receivers in, in in the country. He went up there to the Buffalo. So we're gonna find out yeah, uh, if he's can coach. But I'm also concerned about his health. You know, yeah. is it all worth? Is it worth it um, for your health? Yeah, you know, I was talking yeah. on another show and listening to um, two of my other um, hosts, and they were talking about, you know, blood clots. The 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 danger is that they do travel yes. and move, and yes. and the fact that he had them and it's growing, and that they've been very candid that they're trying to save his foot. And that in itself is is some serious health challenges in trying to run um, and have your first year as a head coach in a Power Five conference. Um, I, I wish him the best, though. I'd like to see him succeed. I'd like to see him um, come out on the other side of these health challenges and not lose his foot. But we'll see. You know, I, I'm we'll more see. concerned how the Colorado community and I'm going to call it what it is, are going to handle his antics uh, week in mm-hmm. and week out. He wow. done already went to the he done already went to the band and told them what he want to hear when they come out. <laughs> and you got to, I, I had to find a video and send it to you. They were looking at him like he was stone crazy. Like, <laughs> this is what, <laughs> you want us to play what? You know. So uh, he said, this is what I need to hear. When I come out, so uh, yeah, uh, it's 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 going to be a storyline all year. Um, it's going to be a storyline all year. You are correct. I'm going to be shocked. I'm going to be shocked if that game is not televised. Which one? The the, the first game against TCU. TCU. TCU and Colorado. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I, I yeah. think that will be prime time. Whenever that game yeah. kicks off, yeah, it'll it'll be available yeah. across the country. You won't have to go look for yeah. it. Or have any no, type of app. Uh, yeah. No, no. I, I agree with you. Um, I want to switch over a little bit to the NFL and get a couple of things in here. I'm going to start, though. Um, it's kind of down on the list. I want to talk about Bryce Young being named a starter in Charlotte. Do you think it's too soon? And then I'm, I want to ask you who has the better season um, or impact. Is it Young, is it Stroud, or is it Richardson? Um, your thoughts. Although Richardson just had nasal surgery, I'm sure he's going to be out for just a couple weeks, but who has a bigger impact? But first, talk about Bryce Young and the fact that the Panthers have already named him as their starter. 
I mean, Prince, who else Who else was they going to name? They didn't have nobody. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have nobody. They didn't have nobody to name, <laughs> you know. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a big believer that if I, I draft you to be my quarterback, um, mm-hmm. we throw you in there. We throw you in there. Because mm-hmm. if we don't throw you in there this year, you're going to still be new next year, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we throw you in there, let you learn by trial and error. He's a he's a smart young man. I'm more concerned about I'm not concerned about him being able to complete passes and read defenses and all that. I'm concerned about his size. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a little guy. He, he he's mm-hmm. a little guy. And it's not like he don't have a speed like with the kid from uh the Cardinals. He don't have that type of speed mm-hmm. to get himself out of trouble. You know, um he he wants to sit in the pocket. Uh, so it's not like he's uh, the young man from the Buffalo Bills who can throw people off him, you know. Uh, he wants to sit in the pocket and throw the ball. The NFL is going to be a little different. He's not going to be able to just move around and get away from people in the NFL, you know, and yeah. sit in the pocket. Um, so I, I'm all for it. Uh, I think I, I drafted you number one. I drafted you, you know, the first player. You're my quarterback. Be prepared to play. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna work the crap out of him uh, before the season. I'm gonna have him in there watching film. You know, um, obviously they're gonna have to simplify the game a little bit for him. Um, mm-hmm. But um, they had nothing else to go to. I mean, he may shock us all and 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 be come back in that old Alabama body and and do what he do. You know. <laughs> And most um, have said the same thing, concerned about his size. C.J. Stroud, yeah. Anthony Richardson, talk about those two. To be honest, I, I think Anthony Richardson probably going to have a better year. I do. Wow. I do. Because um, I, I, I think they're going to – they know what he's capable of. So they're not asking him to win no games. They're not asking him to win no games. Uh, C.J. Stroud – I think he's going to have a pretty decent, you know, he's going to be decent at best year one. Uh, he may surprise us, but at best he's going to be decent. Um, but I think Richardson is going to have a better year because of everything he can do with his body, his size, you know. Uh-huh. Um, um, uh, it, it's going to be some confusion for him because kids don't, I mean, uh, defense is going to try to um, look to confuse him. Uh, uh-huh. So hopefully, hopefully, Indianapolis is simplifying the offense, uh, not asking him to sit back there and throw deep balls because they know he got that rocket of an arm. He's going to throw a lot of under, underneath stuff. Uh, if it's not there, take off stuff. You know, um, and so that's why I think he's going to have a better year, you know, because he's going to do some things with his legs um, that the other two guys can't do. This is not on the list, Coach, but your thoughts about D'Amico Ryans getting the position um, as a head coach for the Texans and the fact that the Texans, um, I guess their their track record has just not been good, which is firing coaches after a year. Um, but D'Amico Ryans played for them. His wife is from Houston. He wants to be back there. Um, he was such an impact as a coach on and off the field with the 49ers. Talk about that a little bit. Are you surprised or – and I'm rooting for him, um, but but your thoughts about him um, and the Texans the first year? I don't know if it's going to be um, anything different. At best, maybe six, seven games. Your thoughts? Uh, I don't think it's going to be anything different. Uh, I haven't really looked at what they did free agent wise. Um, you, mm-hmm. you got C.J. Stroud. I don't know who he's throwing to. Um, so, um, like I say, at best, six or seven games. It's going to be tough going, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, they drafted the kid out of Alabama. The, uh, they sure did. The, 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 the linebacker, uh-huh. they, draft, they drafted the linebacker, defensive end out of Alabama, but he's just one person, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just one person, and he he he, he himself going to find out that these big offensive line are a little faster than they, uh, they look on TV. Um, but they do fire coaches. There's certain jobs I just would be very leery of. And that's one of them. You know, if I was yeah. out there and I'm trying to get a job, uh, the Houston probably would be the last one. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, mm-hmm. they, 
they don't have problems, you know, getting rid of their coaches. Um, so it's a sticky situation. But, you know, like I say, he played there. He want to be at home. You know, part of the reason, you know, playing there, the ownership, they they bring in a, a guy like Domenico Ryan who played there in the, the community loving. They put people in the seats. Hmm. You know, it's, but nah, he's, he's not going to do well. Yeah, it's just the, the Texans have seen that they didn't mind um, bringing someone in for the year, whatever, and then just blowing it all up after a year. And um, that, that's just a hor- horrible track record for me. We're going to move on from that because I want to ask you about Aaron Rodgers and all of the Jets fans thinking they're, they're headed to the Super Bowl or bust. Talk about their chances, and then we're going to get into some Nathaniel Hackett. But your thoughts, I mean, he obviously wanted a change. And for some reason, he had his eye on the Jets, and the Jets had his their eye on him. So now they have an MVP, Super Bowl winning quarterback. What do they do with him? How how much do they win? Are they AFC champs? Are they Super Bowl bound? Coach, are the Jets just saying, uh, uh, you know, going way too far? Well, there's no way they can be an AFC champs with Kansas City still out there. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, that's that's not. That's that's going to be tough going. Um, I, I think they're going to do well. Um, the pieces that he has around him, uh, they're going to do well. You know, um, um, but I, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl like most people think. Like I say, <laughs> they still got they still got to play Kansas City. They still mm-hmm. got to, they they got to go through Kansas City and Cincinnati to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, um, and they have Buffalo um, in their own division. And they have Buffalo in their own division. I think they'd be all right with Buffalo. But okay. um, getting to Kansas City, and of course, you know they got to try to they got to play Miami twice. So that's two losses yep. right there. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but what Aaron Rodgers, you know, the, the the good part is, they say he's been there every day through OTAs. He's been wow. there every day. He's he's been staying late. Um, you know, coaching the offense up, coaching the receivers up. He's been going to um, uh, off-site practices with the receivers. Uh, and you got to think, they got his guy, they bought, they bought his boy from um, uh, Green Bay, uh, the receiver, the older guy uh, from, um, from, from, from Kentucky. Yep. Gosh, I can't remember his name. Uh-huh. And, and I thought about him today, but they sure did. Um, they brought today. him over. They brought um, uh uh-huh. A, a couple over, um, for sure. So, so he got some familiar faces, and like I say, they drafted very well last year. Uh, I'm not sure how they did this year. Uh, now if they mess around and sign Davin Cook. Um, that's going to be tough because uh, they looking. Davin Cook was supposedly he was supposed to visit them today. Uh-huh. You know, uh, that'll be a big sign. That'll be a big sign for him. And when this kid from Iowa State get back, um, they're gonna have a two-headed monster there. Yeah. Now, if they can, if if they can get um, a thousand cooks, I, I think the offense is looking up, and I've and I've and I've been pleased with the defense. So um, that that's a big get for sure. Uh, I mean, the defense is cooks. solid. You 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 can't throw the ball on. You're not gonna win throwing the ball against them. Yeah. Unless, yeah. like I say, it's, it's the Kansas City Chief offense, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But you're not going to win throwing the ball. You're going to have to run the ball on, on these guys. Um, and, and we were talking about Randall Cobb. I remember Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb, um, that's him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's him. Um, from, from Kentucky and, he, and then, of course, drafted by the Green Bay Packers. And what, what Randall Cobb is doing is just giving them an additional coach, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, giving them additional coach. So now Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator there, but I want to go back and talk about Sean Payton and saying um, he thought that was one of the worst coaching jobs that has ever been done in a year, and he's having to clean up so much. And um, I'm sure I've read somewhere where he took away Russell Wilson's um, office and, and Russell Wilson demanded that in his, you know, trade or movement from Seattle to to Denver. Your your thoughts about what Sean Payton and what he came out and said and the fact that 
they're probably going to have a big impact. And I'm sure Sean Payton is looking for and, and, and having some impact on Russell Wilson. Your thoughts about that whole thing with the Broncos? Uh, Nathaniel Hackett said it today or yesterday, one of the days, Sean Payton broke the code. Yeah. He broke the coach's code. You know, if those are your thoughts, those are your thoughts, you hold on to them. And uh, I think he's going to pay for that. I think he's going to pay for that. Um, um, he was wrong. Nathaniel Hackett, uh, terrible head coach, terrible head coaching job. But we know he can yeah. call plays. We know he can call plays. We know he can put together uh, an offense. Um, I mean, we give him a shot, you know. We give him a shot. Um, now, you know, we're not asking him to run the whole team. We're asking him to just mm-hmm. call some offensive plays. Uh, you've proven you can do that. You haven't proven that you can run practices and, 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 and manage a group of men. You haven't proven that. But I think uh, I think he's gonna be fine. I mean, it's Sean Payton. I mean, he what? He won the Super Bowl one year. Um, yeah. Outside of that, what has he done? Put up some big numbers. Put up big numbers I mean, with Drew Brees. Let's see what he right. can do. Um, right. But my concern is, is that what changes with the offensive line? They gave up 55 sacks against Russell right. Wilson last year. I don't I don't know what has changed and how much he's brought in and maybe I need to, you know, pay some more attention to that. But I, I think it's gonna be a tough year for the Broncos and I think they're I looking too. for a quarterback in, in the in the following year. Mhm. I do I do as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's end on this one, Coach. I wanna ask you about the forty ers I, I have a co host on Never Had It So Good, Kevin Walker. Oh Lord, we the bang bang Niner game. Um, we we hear that all the time. But <laughs> Brock Purdy, Trey, Trey Lance, I, I didn't see, I didn't see Brock Purdy coming in um, as the third quarterback and having the impact that he had, and now being the number one, you know, um, number one on the depth chart. I, I'm sure, and back in full practice now after whatever surgery he had on that elbow. Your thoughts about the 49ers and, and their chances this year? Well, what people don't realize, Brock Purdy played four years in the same offensive system in, in college. Wow. Not not much different than the system he played at the 49ers. Um, so you get a kid that played four years uh, in the same system in college, um, such as the, the, the kid um, at Pittsburgh. You know, played four years of college football in the same system. Um, I think Bob Purdy's going to do pretty well. Um, he can fling the ball. Uh, Trey Lance, mm-hmm. we, we, <laughs> unfortunately for him, uh, Bob Purdy came on and we he didn't get a chance to show anything. They yeah. have no reason to put Trey Lance in. Yeah. They have none. It's yeah. not like he, he played a couple games and showed some flashes and Oh, my God, we're we here because of Trey Lance. They have no reason to put Trey Lance in, in, in the game. Hmm. Uh, I hmm. think next year he, he will not be – after next year, he will not be a 49er. Yeah. Unless Brock, yeah. Unless Brock Purdy come and stink it up, which I, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, I, I Brock Purdy looks so smooth, and I I didn't um, know he had played four years in that offense. Um, and but he just looked like he was a number one starter from 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 day one. Um, started so as a, started as a true freshman at Iowa State, and started every game all the way through his senior year. Mhm. Hmm. And, and then and that makes a difference. That makes a difference. That makes a difference for sure. I don't know how many, you know, a, a lot of players aren't staying four years in football mm-mm, um, mm-mm. In, in, anymore. That seems to not be the, the trend. Coach Coach Miller, this has been pretty cool. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. I'm looking yeah. forward to the year. Amen. Me too. Looking me too. To it. <laughs> All right. Make sure, make sure you tell everybody hello for me. Tell the family hello. And then um, we'll get started the, the last week of August. Sports Talk Atlanta with Willie Miller and Princess Cooper. I can't wait to to, to pick your brain, Coach. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, Princess. Uh, awesome. Never had it so good. Sports Talk Radio. <laughs>